When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Lakerholics.com. And the awesome array of basketball shows today at the Hoopheads Podcast Network at hoopheadspod.com. It is sincerely appreciated. Well, good news and bad news for today. The good news is that Anthony Davis returned to the lineup for about 15 minutes today, came back in the first half, looked extremely rusty on both ends of the floor. But you know what? I'm just happy to have him back as another player comes back into the rotation for the Los Angeles Lakers. But in Dallas, in the first game of a two-game back-to-back set with the Dallas Mavericks, unfortunately, it was not enough as the Los Angeles Lakers fell to the Dallas Mavericks 115-110. to And here today to talk about the game and possibly some catfishing when it comes to Laker podcasting, because I'll tell you what, that's been a source of extreme conversation out there in Lakers Twitter land is some catfishing and Lakers podcasting. There's a lot of news covering that ground all week long. But here today to talk about that and also the game and how AD did is a good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check him out on his awesome articles that are on medium.com. And of course, he's the mastermind behind the place to go for all Lakers conversations lakerholics.com it is laker tom and laker tom today was just not the day even though you got great performances from kcp and dennis schroeder solid performance from andre drummond on the boards just not enough all around just it just didn't seem like they could get it together they even had the lead at one point after a high scoring third quarter but again their offensive problems reared their ugly head the turnovers in the fourth quarter did them in and unfortunately, it was not enough today. Yeah, those turnovers were killers. There was a point in the game, I think, midway through the third quarter, and I was looking at the stats. And the Lakers had seven turnovers at that point in the game, which was uh-huh. just terrific. And they ended up with 16, so there were obviously nine turnovers in the second half of the third quarter and at the end of the game. 
I wasn't heartbroken that we lost the game. I thought Doncic played a great game. He's he's really a handful to handle. I thought that uh, Caruso did a pretty good job on him most of the time. But he just is so big and strong for a point guard that he overpowers most players. And he's crafty in being able to do those step-unders and uh, uh, combine, combine that with a fadeaway, and it's almost impossible to stop the guy. And the fact that he's a, a lob threat each and every time, the lobs yep. that he was kept yep. on throwing to Collie Stein. Wow, you know, it, 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 same thing, too. You wish that there's certain players that really know how to dunk the ball when they get a lob. And one of the things that is really disappointing about Andre Drummond is that he just does not have, he just doesn't have the knack of being able to grab the ball from, you know, any spot around the rim and slam it through. And uh, there were a couple of lobs that he missed and so forth. Um, I was encouraged by AD's performance, naturally a little rusty. It was good to see him hit the deck a few times. I mean, that's always one of the things that, that concerns me about Davis's play that he's always on the always on the ground after plays, you know, and the more times you fall, the more times you can get injured. I also thought Kenny played a terrific game. Dennis played a terrific game. Got a little tired at the end and we lost the ball a couple of times on turnovers there. So, you know, there's some good signs there. I think I think that Truder and and uh KCP playing well is really an important sign, especially KCP because He's shooting with confidence, and uh, that's exactly what we need when we go into the playoffs. This is going to be a year like last year. I think the big thing in the Lakers' favor could be the simple fact that everybody in the league is getting beaten up and banged around with injuries, and the Lakers could be could have some good fortune in going into the playoffs like they did last year uh, after the after the suspension of the league and the, and the big layoff and only eight uh, eight bubble games before the playoffs start. The Lakers went into it with a healthy, a fully healthy and rested AD and LeBron. And I think there's a good shot that we're going to go into that same situation this year. So I'm, I'm encouraged by that fact and, the, and also the fact that some of the key role players are now starting to play really well. I mean, there was a point where, where KCP or where uh, Dennis Schroeder had 19 points and nine assists and uh, had not turned the ball over even once. He ended up with four turnovers at the end, and I think that was just trying to do too much, you know, and coming from behind too much. This was a game of uh, big swings. You know, we had a 13-point streak, and they came back with a 10-point streak. We came out with a nine-point streak, you know, and it was just it was just one of those haymakers back and forth and see who could survive. I that was kind of hopeful when Porzingis sprained his ankle there that uh, we might have come back. But, you know, Morris didn't have a great game shooting. Drummond ended up with a very positive plus 15, I think, in the in the plus minus. Um, and yet I felt like he just just didn't impact the game really well. I was interested in seeing him playing with AD, and I thought we could dominate the boards. We ended up, I think, losing 52 to 54, something like that, in points in the paint. So we at least held our own because um, we've been getting killed in the paint and in rebounding department the last few games. But we'll see what happens tomorrow night. Hopefully, AD will come back, and get his another fifteen-minute shot, or maybe you mean Saturday. Maybe Saturday, maybe they'll stretch him out to twenty to twenty minutes Saturday. And we need to win that game. You know, we still got a three-game lead over Portland and Mavericks now for uh, that sixth or seventh spot, whichever it happens to be. Two-game lead now, actually. Excuse me, in the loss column. So you know, it, we need to win tomorrow night. We we need to win Saturday. 
Uh, it comes down to that. Well, it seemed like Andre Drummond was on a personal mission to go ahead and try and take out every member of the Dallas Mavericks because he was certainly impacting a lot. And I wasn't talking about exactly his basketball because it seemed like one play, injure a Maverick. Next play, injure a Maverick. Next play, injure a Maverick. So it was kind of funny how that was working out. But yes, uh, I, I agree with you on even though that the plus minus shows 15, I thought that he could have been a more impactful. Just grabbing the ball and getting that ball into the hoop was a lot of stuff right around the rim that he could have been more effective on. Yeah. I know that Kuzma did not look sharp tonight. I know THT, you know, when we're riding the roller coaster known as THT, today was one of those days where we were going down on the roller coaster because he was he was he looked like he was 20 years old today to be quite honest with you right. i mean, at both sides of the ball caruso struggled in the first half came back stronger much stronger in the second half and provided a little bit more of a lift there but yes overall the lakers played okay you know i, I mm -hmm. think that you have to be somewhat satisfied that they were able to compete and actually in the lead in the third quarter after their what you could say is their highest scoring third quarter period with this non-AD, non-LeBron combination. Yeah, I know AD was playing in the first half, but he was not there in that third quarter right. when they had that 39-point third quarter to get them back. We actually the played game. better without AD, to be honest. Yeah, uh, yeah you absolutely. Know, because he was two for ten, and uh, yeah. and basically every time he went to the floor, they were having a five-on-four against us at the other end. That's one of the problems with, uh, you know, Harrell had, a, Harrell had a very difficult game again, and he's been in a difficult streak. He was like a minus 22 in the plus minus. And if you looked at that situation, that Frank is, you know, I think the thing that the Lakers have to look at is who's going to play center? You know, once we get into the playoffs, if you go back and you look at the various people that we have paired up with Anthony Davis in the front court, starting with JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard, Marcus All, uh, Montrez Harrell, and now uh, Andre Drummond. Of all of those players uh, that have played next to him, the one guy who plays better with him on the court than any of those five guys I just listed is Markeith Morris. And the Lakers are going to need to have more of that. I mean, I don't care whether AD wants to play the center or whether he prefers to play power forward, but the Lakers are not going to win a championship unless he plays center. That seems very obvious to me from looking at the the other three players that we have that are playing center that could go out there with him or even a Kuzma or somebody like that at power forward. The simple fact is that Anthony Davis is our best center offensively and defensively. And I'm encouraged that Frank Vogel recognizes that. Last year, he put them in that situation so that you could really you could really just count on AD performing well, and he and he came in and had a great series. And his playoff numbers, historically, even when he was with New Orleans, have been excellent. You know, he's always played well. So there is a version of playoff AD that I hope we'll get in time to see. We all know there's a definite version of LeBron, playoff LeBron, that we're going to hope to see. I hope LeBron gets some games in. I guess the four-week thing or two more weeks from a while ago when they said he might be ready uh, would put him around May 1st. We've got four, we have 13 games left, five more in April, and then 
uh, nine of them in May. So I'd like to see LeBron be able to get back for, you know, maybe at least six or seven games in May so that he could hopefully be in shape for the playoffs and hopefully the team can can get together. I mean, last year, after four and a half months off, you know, with the suspension, you still had the same group of players coming back that were, were playing, you know, back when the whole Rudy Gobert thing triggered the whole COVID situation. This year, it's different because you you got you got Andre Drummond coming in there, and uh, whether you are a big Andre Drummond fan or whether you're somebody like like Jamie and I who would like to see Mark Gasol be out there and starting those games and stretching the floor instead of clogging up the middle, the Lakers seem to be committed to Andre Drummond being the center that's going to play. He's going to be harder for Frank Vogel to decide to sit than it was with JaVale McGee or Dwight Howard. But I think we're going to see that same pressure as we move into the into the playoffs and the teams that we play. You know, we're gonna we're probably going to to start off playing the Nuggets. They got a big center. And he shoots from outside, which creates a difficulty for him. You know, I went back and looked at Drummond's record against Nikola Jokic. It's funny, and back in 2017, 2018, there were a few instances where he dominated. You know, he had like 25, 15 games against Jokic and and held him to like five points or nine points in a couple of instances. Last year wasn't the same. Last year, basically, and I think there was one game that they played this year before he got traded from Cleveland, where basically it was the other way around. The Nuggets killed the Cavaliers and, and, and uh, Nicola dominated Andre. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think a lot of it comes down to Frank Bogle really deserved almost coach of the year for the job that he did in the playoffs last year. And he's going to be challenged this year in the playoffs again. It's going to be a lot of tough decisions to make. Um, I do think that he has sort of set the stage for that by his comments that because of the matchups, he expects all three centers to get playing time. I'm a little concerned about Harrell at this point in time because I would rather see if, and I, I think we're going to still play two centers along with Anthony Davis in the five. I don't think we can play three at the five at the same time. Somebody's got to sit out um, and who that's going to be and in which series, that's going to be one of the big determining factors in who wins the championship this year. Well, Charles Barkley and Kenny Smith have already counseled the Lakers out for this year. They said there's no way they're going to come back and win the championship. So there's two people on your list that go ahead and uh, hopefully you will. Uh, well, that's almost that's almost maybe a maybe have some egg on the face as far as it's concerned. Yeah, well, but 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 the fact that uh, the Charles, you know, that Chuck said the Lakers are going to be that's not true. Injured, that's true. What that's Charles says, like positive, you know, the opposite. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, the exactly. opposite does. Yes, the opposite. So hopefully that will mean now guarantee that the Lakers will go ahead and win a championship. Well, you know, out of sight, out of mind. That's the problem, you know? I mean, you look at this thing, do you realize that LeBron James has played as many games this year as Joel Embiid? And yet, Embiid is, like, still in the MVP consideration, whereas LeBron has has been just totally eliminated by everybody and out of it completely. Don't forget how good LeBron James is, how good playoff LeBron James is. Well, we'll soon put that to the test, indeed. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com. And you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. 
Hey, hoopheads, we all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com, spelled A-R-Y-S-E, and use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E.com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. Once again, the Lakers did not come out on top, just short. In Dallas, first game of the back-to-back set, one fifteen to one ten. They lose to the Dallas Mavericks. Hopefully, it, things will turn around on Saturday. But before we head on out, I wanted to go ahead and talk a little bit about Lakers podcasting <laughs> because we are a Lakers podcast that I actually know who I am co-hosting with. I know when Laker Tom's here. I'm actually speaking to Tom Wong. When Jamie Sweet is well, actually, maybe I'm not so sure about Jamie Sweet. Who knows about Jamie Sweet anyways? <laughs> I've but... met Jamie in person, so. Okay, so you can vouch person. for him, even yeah. though we do think he's a little out there indeed. Right. But there's Sean Grice, great kid. He's doing his crazy stuff in Canada. And, of course, El Rob, we love so much here out of Detroit. And these guys are all great whenever they are part of the show, plus all the guests that I usually interview as well. I know every now and then some of the guests that I have on don't want their persona on camera. So they, for that interview, turn it off and I talk to them and have an interview. Do I actually know 100% it's them? You never know. But then again, it's not like I'm a Lakers podcast out there called the Lakers Point because that host. We're just John, three episodes. Yeah, we're just three episodes. And the reason why that this small time Lakers podcast is in such news is because the host of it, Josh Toussaint, and I got wind of this through you guys, because I had no idea that this even existed. (laughs) Okay. I know Sean and you and Jamie Sweet were all throwing stuff back at each other in regards to the uh, emails and things of that nature. And I'm like, okay, what's all this about? Lakers Twitter was alive this week in regards to Josh Toussaint looking for his host, saying that his host, Vivian Flores, was missing and also had cancer. Leukemia, to be exact. So I want to hear your thoughts on this. This turned out to be a hoax, uh, at least on the Vivian Flores part. Vivian Flores, I'm pretty sure, I think, doesn't exist at all, is what I think the latest news is, and that they totally pulled the wool over Josh Toussaint's eyes and tricked him on that because he had never bothered to go ahead and actually meet face-to-face or speak face-to-face with Vivian on that I just want to hear your thoughts on this whole Laker catfishing thing because it really caught Lakers Twitter by storm and you know it's always about Lakers Twitter well you know it's 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 a strange situation because Vivian was one of those personalities on Twitter that really did two things that made her very successful first she was a really hot looking girl second she was a Lakers fan And third, she was on Twitter religiously, you know, and relentlessly. And so they had a combination of a a good-looking woman who uh, loves the Lakers and is out there, you know, supporting everybody and 
tweeting numerous times every day and so forth. She had a following of 16,000 Twitter followers. Now, that's not easy to accomplish. Yeah, I know. Um, Believe and, me, I know. And so I can see Josh Toussaint. Josh Toussaint's a recent college graduate. Pretty sharp guy. He's a Laker fan. He's got along 5,000 followers, and he's built that up by... Not too by being, sharp, if that's the case. Not too but, sharp. But, but well, let me finish. He's built it up by, you know, by... By developing good dialogue with people, I've had several conversations with him. He's always very respectful. He's pretty knowledgeable. He's got a good point of view. And, you know, he's a guy that I, I think when he says something, I, it's generally mostly well-founded, okay? So Josh decided that he was going to have a podcast, you know, sort of like Lakers Fast Break. No, so he we're looks actually around, a real thing, though. So he looks around and he says, okay, who's not involved in a podcast? And... If I want to make it really successful, I ought to get somebody who's got a good following so that it'll, you know, I can take their 15,000 followers and add it to my 5,000. I might have 20,000 followers. She's been out there for, you know, six, seven, eight years, you know. Everybody knows her. She's part of it. And so all of a sudden he gets this message through her Twitter on a private message that's supposedly from her sister saying that uh, she's disappeared. We can't find her. And she's basically been having these conversations with Josh that she's comes from an abused background. That's why she wouldn't show any pictures because of scars and so forth. And uh, and she's got leukemia, and so she's just lost her hair, et cetera. So you have a perfect setting for for you know her sister to come out and claim that you know we're trying to find her. Can you help us? And so oh, Josh, don't forget the Photoshop. Don't forget the yeah, Photoshop. So, yeah, I'll get into that. So actually, Josh was only the second person. There was some couple of other people that were in the same Twitter group who basically put out the thing. Let's help her, you know. I mean, they were almost ready to get a GoFundMe page, you know, and and seeing now, you know, she's located and Josh was supposedly driving all of, drove in from Van Nuys into West LA looking for her, her car, which was supposedly a Bentley. But at any rate, you go back and it, you find out all of a sudden that it, it appears like when uh, when the detectives on Twitter started digging into the Photoshop things, they would find that here's a shot of her playing basketball in the Far East. And it turns out that you can actually search for photos that look like this. And you'll find the original photo of some girl in Asia playing basketball. And she's been Photoshopped and they've inserted her face. And that technology has, has advanced pretty dramatically. You know, you can you can substitute your face and it will follow through on motion. It's not like the the stick faces that you see in some of the easy stuff. And you know, and then there's a shot of her holding, uh, graduating from college or high school, holding a basketball. And if you look close at the bottom, the basketball's got Olivia's name on it, not Vivian. And she misspells her name Vivian with an I A N or Vivian with an I E N. And and so that, pretty soon that whole thing has fallen apart. And Josh has been accused of. Is he is he Vivian really, you know? And so you don't know. It's it's an interesting situation, but a remarkable a remarkable long ride for at least five years of building up her own body of followers in Twitter that reached fifteen thousand. And what really amazes me is how did it all self destruct like that? She, you know, you, you would have think that they would have been a little more careful and really gotten a go, you know, really got a GoFundMe page and and really cashed it in. 
there was a couple of attempts where they came back after deleting the account, they reinstated the account, tried to make a couple of comments here and there and, you know, claiming that uh, she's a real person, et cetera, et cetera, and the truth will come out and so forth. Poor Josh has been attacked by by reporters left and right. And Katie got involved. Katie saw it. <laughs> all sorts of all sorts of celebrities got involved in in in, in you know just it's the whole thing in Twitter. You know, you find this all the time that 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 people are looking for help and you know wanting to you know wanting to support other followers on Twitter who are Laker followers. It's a family, you know. The Laker Twitter people feel that it is a family. Some part of the family can't stand other parts of the family and, and will attack them viciously without any hesitation, but but it still is, you know, and, and so it's turned into a remarkable story. I think half of the people believe that Josh Toussaint is Vivian, and, and the other half of them think that that he was just totally stupid dupe to get pulled into the whole thing. I mean, I can't understand, you know, for example, you and I having a podcast here, except that your side of the screen would be blank <laughs> or my side of the screen would be blank. Yeah, because... I mean, like I said, I told you I have interviews with guests sometimes and they don't want to appear on camera. So they ask me in advance, can I go ahead and have the camera off? And I say, mm -hmm. sure, no problem. Obviously, I respect their privacy on that amount. But am I really talking to them? I'm pretty sure I am, but I'm not sure. You know, <laughs> Am I really talking to you, Laker Tom? Are you the real Laker Tom? Yep. It could be a digital version of me that was created by uh, somebody. There's all these other wrinkles to it that Josh actually had a date with her next week uh, in person. <laughs> well, I don't think that's he, I don't think he thinks that's going to happen now. Yeah. Um, and also that. she sent him some nude photos of her that he found out were photos of a porn star that was fairly easily tracked down. Okay. Yeah. About that, that's about the time when he claims that he started to really have concerns that she wasn't really real. Yeah, I would say that that's the case. <laughs> We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. People are just losing their minds trying to consume Marvel products right now, and I don't blame them. This is some of the best entertainment you can get on TV and big screen right now. If something's going to be successful or not, they look at the mentions, they look at the likes, they look at the retweets and the tweets and the subtweets and the tweet tweets, and they look at all of that to say, okay, this is actually going to garner a lot of attention. Is it going to be enough, though? I think the fish out of water syndrome might be enough for somebody like us because it's going to be hilarious to watch two stoner kids we saw barely make it through high school now live in a society that they fully don't understand because they've been stuck in a decade and never came out of it. Facebook stars, not ninja stars, okay? I know how some people take things literally. So don't throw ninja stars at us, but like the Facebook stars, click on those. That's what we want. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, it's gone off the rails, uh, and Lakers Twitter was all abuzz earlier this week on it. So you know we can't not pass up this opportunity, because if Sean Grice was here, he'd be all over it. Gerald, I want to go ahead before we go on out. I want to talk about this. You know he would be going off on it, because that's what he was doing on our email all week long. So I wanted to go ahead and make sure I covered that. Plus, Lakers podcasting is also abuzz because the largest volume Lakers podcast, Locked on Lakers. The host, Anthony Irwin, has left that position. 
which when I found out from someone, I was trying to jump all over it and have my resume ready before I was telling my daughter. And as soon as I was telling my daughter, I bet they got one of the Lakers in crowd, one of the Lakers insider in crowd to go ahead and be hosting. But I'm just going to go ahead and, oh, I can't put it in because they already got Brian and Andy Kamenetsky, who I credit their work a lot. I like their work. I cannot mm-hmm. fault them. They were the original at Los Angeles Lakers, LA Times Lakers blog. Yeah. At one point in time. And then Eric Pincus did. And uh, yeah, I can't fault them. I can't fault them. They're good. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I wish them all the success. Anthony Irwin, I know, was not, he was he was listened to by more than anyone else as far as Lakers podcasting. I can't say he was beloved by everyone in the Lakers. It just goes back to Lakers Twitter again. If you read Lakers his Twitter, podcasting you go, was about even about equal with his basketball skills. Yeah. Well, actually, I would probably say something a little bit worse, but I'm going to go ahead and, <laughs> and rise above it because I actually had told you this long time. I know you probably forgot, but I actually already said my piece off air on that, but Right. Again, we wish him the best as well. Yeah. I want to go ahead and say no hard feelings, even though we have a better show here at the Lakers Fast Break. But it has been an interesting half hour indeed. Once again, the Lakers did lose 115-110. But before we head on out, I always got to give and everybody an update on what you're working on at Lakerholics.com. Well, I'm still looking at the situation involving the Lakers centers. Anthony Davis, I was very interested to see how Anthony Davis came back. And, you know, it's going to be, as anybody who knows me and follows Lakerholics.com, I tend to be able to push various topics that I think are my agenda. And I'm certainly going to be pushing the agenda that I want Anthony Davis to play center. I think that that's going to be the key to the Lakers winning a championship. I hope that the comments that he's made in the past, that he's more than willing to play center in the playoffs, and that Frank Vogel's, the way that he's managed the center position in the playoffs, I don't think that there's any question that 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 is the key. We not only have what I think are two of the best offensive players in the league in LeBron James and Anthony Davis as the team's superstars, but people forget that these are two of the best defensive players in the league and two of the few superstars who will actually say, I'm going to cover Jimmy Butler or I'm going to cover you know, so-and-so in a game, and I'll actually do that regardless of what the position they are. They're guys who are willing to guard one through five, can do it at at an elite level, and the whole key is if they are healthy and rested, then I think the Lakers are still got a good shot. I saw an estimate from somebody that the odds of the teams winning in the West were Lakers 55%, Clippers 25%, and uh, I think it was 10 and 5% for the Suns and uh, maybe, who else am I missing? The Suns and the, the Jazz. Jazz. Right. And I think that's about right. The Lakers are, to, to me, seem to be by far the team that everybody is going to be worried about, assuming that LeBron and AD both are healthy and both have enough time. Uh, last year, we found out that eight games was enough time. So if they can have eight games together this time, then I think that Lakers will be solid favorites to win the West and go into the East. Seven of those games were lost. seven of those games were terrible because we'd yes. already we'd already locked up the yeah, number one seed true. and everything. But, and oh, it was painful. Uh, oh, it was painful. Yeah. There will be some exhibition games going the rest of the way, assuming the Lakers can solidify themselves in the four or five slot. And I think they should have a good chance for it. At some point in time, the Nuggets are going to feel and miss 
you know, you know Jokic is playing his heart out. Jokic is playing his yeah. heart out. I think they're going to keep the number four spot be- just because Jokic is playing so. Well, I've got a, so I think hard. they've got a three game lead on us, and yeah, that. but he's and we've playing... got a you know, and we've got a two game two loss lead. It doesn't really. It to me, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't look like we're going to see full stadiums, full yeah. arenas at least not in Southern California. Although although California now has got the lowest amount of new COVID cases than any other state in the in the union, which is wonderful news if you live in California. I don't know how it is in Utah and other places like that, but we'll have to see. But I think that, you know, the Lakers just need to be healthy and I think and have their role players playing well. And and some of the key role players, I think, are playing extremely well. The way that Dennis is playing and the way that KCP playing, that gives me a lot of hope that we could see another type of playoff run like we did last year. You never know until you get into that situation, but you know, I'm optimistic about the Lakers. I wasn't really traumatized by tonight's loss. There's a point where we were four points away with, you know, a minute and a half to go and, and we had the ball Had we come down and made that shot and followed through with it. It would have been a game. Yep. Came back makes that layup three. or Drummond hit puts that put back. That's yep. all it took. Yeah. That, that layup, I mean, Dennis was just tired, man. That was an easy layup. He had it. He had it all the way, and it just rolled off. And and I would love to see Drummond, after having a whole year with the Lakers coaching staff, especially with Phil, just to really understand how to grab the ball and dunk it. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. You watch you watch some of the plays that AD does in dunking the ball, or even Willie Cauley Stein at times. You know where doesn't matter where that ball is if the guy gets his hand out there on it and 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 can corral it and and direct it to the rim it'll go down and andre just he just doesn't have that knack that he's got the hops to do it i don't know whether it's small hands or or what it is you know he's got quick hands but they may not be big enough to really dominate the ball and hold on it yeah you have to reserve everything to a certain extent just because lebron's not in there you know that's just like a jump shooter. If you, you get a lob to a guy right in his wheelhouse where you know he is capable of then taking and finishing that shot, just like a jump shooter can get it into his shooting pocket, and you know that that, goes, that, that helps him make that shot, nobody does that as well as LeBron James does. Well, I'll tell you what. We're going to see what happens on Saturday as we will be here after the game on Saturday, after game two of a back-to-back set in Dallas against the Mavericks. We'll see if it works out better. Hopefully there'll be no catfishing until that time. I think I'm with Laker Tom here. I see Laker Tom, so I'm believing I'm with Laker Tom here on this show. I've only posted once who is Gerald Glassford. So. Okay. Well, the same thing. My wife has done the same thing as well, but I think she's done it more than once. But need I digress? Hopefully less catfishing in your life will take place. And at least in Laker podcasting is a concern. I hope for the same thing as well. But I'll tell you what, it was unfortunately another loss for the Lakers, 115 to 110. Two in a row Yeah. Uh, we'll see if we can get it back on Saturday night. Laker Tom and I will be back. Who else will be with us? Will they be real? Will they be digitized? Will they be Photoshopped? We're not sure. Maybe we can get Vivian to join us. <laughs> yeah, maybe we can. Or Josh, Josh Jusson. Maybe we'll get it. Well, actually, maybe that would be mean. That would be mean because we would probably roast him to death here. So that would probably be mean. Actually, so, I'm surprised that somebody hasn't invited the Josh to be on a show 
and then manage to come up with somebody to play the part of Vivian. There you go. That would be awesome. But for at least for Lakers Twitter, that's for sure. But I yeah. would give the poor kid. Let's give the poor if it's if it's real legit and he was actually burned. I'm going to give the poor kid a break. I, I think he was kid. actually duped in the whole thing. He saw an opportunity to run a podcast with an extremely popular Lakers personality on Twitter. Well, you said and, it yourself. He might be a sharp kid, but he wasn't too sharp. He's a kid. Well, and, he was also hoping to get a date with her, I think. <laughs> yeah, well, you know how that goes, uh, unfortunately. You could have bet out of 15,000 followers, 15,000 were men. Yeah, I would probably say that's the exact ratio. But, yeah, just the fact that he, he's young, you make mistakes, you live and you learn, and that's why there's catfishing. But for us, there's no catfishing here. At least I don't think so. But we'll find out after the game on Saturday. It's, again, the Mavericks and the Lakers in a back-to-back. We'll be here right after the game on Saturday at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.